0: Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich and tonight um, our topic is going to be compromise. Is it a silent killer? Before we get to that, uh, for all of you who are new, for those of you who are not so new who have listened to this show before, I'd just like to give you a little briefing on who I am and what I'm doing here playing with you guys tonight. So, One of the major things that I do on this planet right now, in this incarnation anyway, is that I work on bodies. Uh, I do a number of different types of body work. One of them um, is something from, it's actually an energy work, from a body of work of access consciousness called the bars. So the bars themselves are 32 spots on the head that when you touch them, it actually can dissipate so much electrical discharge in your body that your body starts to relax and the beauty of it is, um, what we know scientifically is that when the body relaxes, you can actually create new neural connections. So, where all of you have had, you know, thoughts that are maybe. Uh, repetitive things that are holding you back, places in your life that you feel stuck. Having your bars run can actually change a lot of that dynamically. uh, And I know that because I've done a lot of other body work and energy work. And a lot of the other energy work is really great too, uh, just different. And this bars work is very different. And it's great for anybody and everybody who would really like to change the stuckness in their life. Uh, basically, if you feel like you're standing in a pile of poo, getting your bars run is a great thing to choose. Um, also, you know, if you feel like your life is great and you'd like to have even more, the bars is a great thing to have run. So um, that is one thing that I love, love, love doing is actually working on bodies. Uh, and one of the other uh, things that I've trained in for many years um as I've done a lot of movement in my life. I've been a dancer. I've been a martial artist. I still am a dancer and a martial artist, just don't do them um, as publicly as I used to. Um, and one of the other things that I do is a movement work called the mitzvah technique. And the mitzvah technique is actually a body work that is kind of like having yoga done to you. And a lot of people... Um, have kind of reported that. It's a somatic body work, which basically means that when you get your body moved, that it starts to release very deeply um, from deep places, emotional stuff as well. So, um, you know, uh, basically aligning your spine through gentle movement and releasing stress and tension from your skeletal system out, which is very different than having um, muscles manipulated or uh, the nervous system worked on. It's just different. So it's a really kind of cool um, body of work as well. And so in that body of work, I also teach exercise classes that are totally for the lazy person. So they're ideal for me. Um, most of them can be done on the floor in your bed. How does it get any better than that? Exercising in your bed when it's not sex. Who knew? It's possible. So um, the other the other things that I love Uh, to do and offer the world is tools for people to have more ease in their life and business. So um, that is something that I also offer and have been doing that in various different ways that have uh, changed over the years. And um, I do as well offer um, intuitive readings through different uh, modalities like the tarot or tea and different things like that and it's something that I've been doing most of my life um, and doing it for over half my life professionally so um, one of the things that um, I would like to see my target for the planet is that we all have greater ease in our bodies and in our lives and as a result I know what I know about that is is the world will be a much happier place and the planet will smile and rejoice and be so grateful that we all finally got that we can actually have ease and joy in our bodies. So please, for all of you who are not having ease and joy in your bodies, you can look at axconsciousness.com to find a Bars facilitator near you. Um, If you happen to just love my voice and would love to come and see me, look me up, uh, www.milicajelenic.com. Um, I facilitate people in person and via Skype, although the bars is done in person, um, other things that I do can be done long distance. So you can check out my website and see what else I offer. So tonight, I, I've actually today was having a conversation with a, a client of mine, and they inspired today's topic. So um We were discussing relationships and in the relationship, he kept on repeating, well, in a relationship, you have to compromise, you have to compromise, you have to compromise. And I was like, wow, I've been listening to you say this for years and I always keep asking you, really, is that true that you have to compromise? And he's saying, yes, you do, you have to compromise. I'm like, wow, is this fun for you? And today, he had a bit of a breakthrough. So I was like, yay, he finally got that. Maybe... Just maybe you don't actually have to compromise. And so I was curious. And so I looked up what is compromise. And there are several different meanings of compromise. And the one that energetically matched to me what people are really doing when they do compromise is where they accept a standard that's, like, lower than is desirable. Um, so to me, that is the one one of the four meanings um, that I found that seems to match the energy of compromise the most. Um or another way that they refer to it is to settle a dispute by mutual concession. Typically, it means that everybody just says, I don't have my own back on this. I just give up and I'll just find some middle ground that neither works for me or you. But fine, we'll both just give in to this. Um, and there's so many ways that I have just over the years really started to get that that doesn't work for me. Um, when I was telling my lover husband tonight that, the topic of this evening was compromise. Is it a silent killer? He's like, ooh, compromise. I'm like, right? <laughs> like we both we were both like, ooh, not that thing. Um yeah, it's the funniest thing, this uh relationship that we're creating and choosing right now is is one relationship where I've had the least compromise ever. Um, in fact, I don't know that I've acted compromised at all and I don't know that he's compromised at all either. Uh, If he has, I hope he tells me. Um, You know, we've not given up any bit of ourselves that we're aware of yet. So, and I don't plan on doing that. I, You know, part of my target for me in my life is to continually step into more of me, to be more of me, and to not compromise any of me. So, when I was talking to my client today, one of the things that, to me, compromise had to do with was, I was looking at, like, how compromises, if you compromise the integrity of something. So, if you compromise the integrity of steel, uh, and it goes into a building, then that steel is not going to actually have the same strength to hold the structure up. So, you know, compromising something's integrity can actually weaken it, kind of like meaning number two that I mentioned. So... I, I was kind of like, wow, if if I don't have integrity, then I'm not actually honoring me. And integrity to me, too, has to do with internal strength. Um, and being, you know, that is truly about having your own back. And so with, with this whole idea that compromise is required, and I've often heard in relationships people say, Well, you know, if you ask somebody who's been married 40 years, what's your secret to your marriage? They're like, we compromise. And I'm like, are you happy? No, but we compromise. Uh, Okay, Um, that works for you. So, I don't know. I've heard it a lot and I find it kind of distressing, actually. So, I'd like to open a discussion about compromise. And, you know, to me, I'm wondering, is compromise actually a silent killer? So if we're holding on to certain things, um, say in a relationship, you've come to a compromise. Well, I like it this way, you like it that way, and they're, you know, complete polar opposites. Let's come into the middle. Well, that coming into the middle, how much does you now just have to, like, give up what you truly desire? And they had to give up what they truly desire. Would it not just be more bloody fun if you just choose what you desire, and what would excite you and what would bring you to life and what would make your body sing and be happy. So when we don't actually compromise us and when we're truly being who we be, we are a phenomenal gift to the planet. It's actually an unkindness to the planet for you not to be you. Do you get that? It's like if you're not really truly being you and you're being something else, Is that working? It's kind of like if the plants required water and you were like, that's okay, plant. I could be water for you and I could give you water. But instead, I'm just going to stare at you and I'm going to compromise because today I don't really desire gifting you what you really require. So I'll just let you wilt away and die. Or you can go, oh, wow, what contribution can I be to that? And am I able to be that? And am I that? Oh, what if I can actually gift what's required here? So, there's a difference between compromise and acknowledging where you are actually everything and what you're choosing to be and what you're choosing to spin to uh, in that moment. And that doesn't mean you give up you eternally. It means that in that 10 seconds, perhaps maybe you would actually have fun doing something you never tried before. Um, and so, instead of, so knowing, so A few things. So being who you truly be is really key um, when it comes to doing anything with anybody and having a relationship. So also being willing to check out other possibilities, that is not actually compromising. That's actually being willing to receive everything and anything. And what I'm aware of is that there's often a confusion between those two. And a lot of times I hear, you know, when I'm saying to somebody, so "What if you don't have to compromise? What if you can actually either be an allowance of what's going on, of yourself and the other person? What if uh, what they're actually suggesting could be fun? And what if you be in the question of what's being asked of you rather than jumping to the conclusion right away, this isn't going to work for me?" Sometimes you are fully aware of it, and sometimes you can play with it and get that it could be fun. So is that compromise when it's actually working for you? Right. So it's not. And so if something's actually working for you, are you compromising? No. you're. Not. If you're compromising, it means that you're actually giving up you and becoming question. Um Oh, I'm sorry. I was just like sort of reading the back room at the same time as talking to you guys. <laughs> um, so uh, that was fun and I'm cute. So what i'm what i would like to see more of is people being in the question when something's presented to them so if an idea is presented to you like hey hey i know you usually say that you don't like anal sex but what about today would you like to try today and so for the person receiving that question be like hey you know what i wonder what that would be like hey body hey body would you like anal sex today oh actually, my body would. Oh, cool. So you're not actually compromising your integrity. It's like that day your body changed and chose something. And that doesn't mean your body's going to choose it forever. It just means that that day for that moment that your body's actually choosing it. So where we come down to compromise is that when you are so stuck in something, eternally like devoted to it, that you can never see another point of view or receive anything else, and you are going to compromise you. Um, though one of the ways that you can also compromise you is by giving up the your choice to have possibilities. So um, that's another way we compromise ourselves, is to go, I live in a no-choice universe. I can't have that, and I can't have that. Well, you just compromise you. Instead of going, now universe. Well Would you like to conspire with me so that I can actually receive all of this? Because you know what? If I have joy, then what joy can I bring you? And then if you have joy, what joy can you bring me? And this is like a gifting and receiving cycle that's incredibly beautiful. So, um, wow. So time is flying and I'm excited about that. I have lots of interesting more things to say. I actually looked up some research because you know me and my research. And I looked up what some of those, you know, top cosmopolitan magazines had to say about relationships and compromise. So when we come back from break, I'm going to talk more about compromise and how people see it as a bonus in relationships and how people are actually starting to acknowledge that this might not work. So tonight on The Pleasure Zone, we will be talking more about that when we come back from break.
0: With body whisperer Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Jelenic, and tonight the topic is compromise. Is it a silent killer? So tonight I'm talking about it in different ways, and then, of course, it's The Pleasure Zone. We're going to talk about it in the sack, too. That's going to be the last chapter, so stick with me, and we are going to get to that. So one of um, the things that I, of course, through the research that I was doing today, was looking up uh, to see what is it that people believe that you should not compromise in a relationship. Um, And some of the wording kind of made me laugh. Uh, There was things like, you should not ever give up your group of friends. You should never give up your bodily integrity. Uh, You should never give up your career. You should never give up your self-respect. You should never give up your hobbies. You should never give up your me time. Um, and so I laugh because the wording is funny to me, but essentially I get the gist of it and I got the energy of it. And and it was actually in line with the, like a lot of the things that I um, was going to talk about anyway. So, But that's from a magazine, so it's really important and it's valid. But uh, from my point of view, it was like I, to truly be you, the things that... Our you is is you, the being. So I would never give up being for one. Um, and although, you know, sometimes it just happens we get into the doing mode and we've automatically compromised our being by getting into the do 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 mode, sometimes action's required and sometimes we get totally suckered into doing and we totally forget the being part of it. So please don't compromise you the being by being a doer and do-do-do-do-do all the time because all that does is get you in a pile of doo-doo and that's not so cute and it doesn't smell so good either. So the other thing I'd like to um, mention too is, you know, don't give up the things that actually when you're around them give you joy. So I know what I did, which was really cute and not so bright, is when I started to get involved in different um religious things or spiritual things, I started to give up so many things that actually brought me joy. One of the things that brought me joy was working with people doing tarot readings. Another thing was like doing energy work. And when I joined um, different religious factions, I won't name them, um, I was basically informed that what I was doing was not okay, it was like karmically destructive, um and I gave up so much of me. I literally looked completely different to me anyway, if I look at pictures of me then and I look at pictures of me now, um there was like it was like lifeless, it was like listless, lifeless, and sad, and essentially, what I was bringing into my life while doing that was bringing people into my life um that were willing to. Uh, take over where I wasn't willing to choose for me. So it was like I gave up everything about me. It was like very weird, not so cute, right? So, you know, if you find that you've like happened to get into some kind of um, teachings or something and that you're everything they say, you go, yeah, 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 that's so true. And you're not questioning any of it. Please question all all of it, and if it does resonate with you, choose it, and if it doesn't resonate with you, don't choose it. It's like if you start just choosing it because it's the next greatest fad on the planet, and you want to fit into the next greatest fad, some kind of Molula kind of diet, and you're like, why is that? I'm choosing it because Molula is the best thing to ever try, and I don't even know what it is, but it probably means something in some language. And if you try this diet, you know, your whole life is going to change. Well, the thing is, what if you actually ask a question? So, Truth Body, would you like to have this diet? You can ask your body all kinds of things, but please be in the question. So, instead of just giving all of you up to this new thing, this new greatest, latest fad, this... um, this, yeah, and it's funny. I watched. This is a sideline. It's totally um, related. There's a crazy little uh, movie out there called Shri Shri Pank Spank G, and it's a great movie about how you give up everything to a guru. It's like 15 minutes long, I think, and it's a. Uh, it is a like an independent film. So Shri Shri Spank G has you give up basically everything to go get spanked by him, um, and. And to me, that movie is such a great testament to how people actually do that. They'll give up everything about them to the guru, to something else, to not them. And that, that is compromise. You are not being you. You've just given up you. So please don't do that because it's not a kindness to the planet. You know, turning deifying another human being is not a kindness to, to you or the planet. And you know what it does? It's really funny. But guess what? It will affect your sex life. It will actually turn you into this thing that is so small and pathetic. Like if you if you actually have a sex drive left after that, it's incredible. Because what you're essentially doing is cutting you off and cutting your connection off to the planet. Now, when we actually are connected to the planet and we are connected to all the elements of the planet and we're not compromising ourselves anyway and we're just fully being who we be... You can be the sexiest thing going. It's when you start to compromise you. Oh, the wife says I can't do this. Oh, the husband says I can't do that. They say I need to behave this way. They say I need to behave that way. And you give up everything that makes you unique, funny, amazing, cool, sexy, and you give it all up. Screw that shit. Stop it. That's my advice. Stop the nonsense. And try something else. You know, you can clear it as much as you like energetically. And the clearings from Access Consciousness are phenomenal. And they really actually changed a lot for me. And also one of the greatest things I've ever learned from Access Consciousness um, and from other things. You know, there are a lot of things that actually espouse this, but I really got it clearly. Uh, the more I hear it is. Choice trumps everything. So it does. Choose it. Like, choose not to compromise you. Choose to be the sexy being you truly be. Choose to really step into that every second of every day. You know, um, you could choose it. Some people talk about one day at a time. Well, in one day, there's a lot of seconds in that day. And we change dynamically very fast. So please just acknowledge that you can change everything in like less than a second, in a nanosecond. It's that our thoughts are actually way faster than any of that. And then when you start to compromise you, you start to get operating in everybody else's mode, all their thoughts, all their feelings, all their emotions. So you can't, if you actually start to ask, who does that belong to, to all your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, you might start to notice where you've compromised you a lot. So, you know, if you have the point of view um, my daughter and I were talking today um, that my niece has quite a few points of view, and Ziva's like, hmm, she probably has a hundred. I'm like, yeah. And how many do you have? And Ziva's like, what, well, probably a hundred too. I'm like, cool. What if we actually all have a lot of points of view? It's that we're just like aware that we have them, and we're aware where they're limiting us. She's like, oh yeah, I yeah, they do limit us. And I'm like, yeah. So that we you know. And I said so and we were talking about how if we are actually willing to just be us and not compromise our points of view and then she said, "Yeah, I don't hardly ever want to be like you. I don't even agree with you." I'm like, "That's awesome. I have done my job. My kid doesn't even want to be me. She wants to be her." Like, "Woohoo." I've, I I was like patting myself on the back. My kid won't compromise herself. Awesome. And you know, and how many other people have been taught that they have to compromise that that's the way to get along with people. Want to get along? You got to compromise. You know, if you want to have kids in the playground like you, you're going to all have to compromise Invent something where, you know, well, you want to play dolls and you want to play skipping rope. Well, let's make the dolls do skipping rope. Well, that doesn't always work, right? So what if you just find other people who would like to play with you or what if you'd like to play by yourself, you know? And, Essentially, our lives are like a playground. So, you know, if you're doing things and other people don't really feel like joining in on your game hey, what if that's okay? What if you just keep on playing your game and not compromise your game to go, oh, I don't want to be alone, so I'm going to stop playing dolls even though I love playing dolls. I'm going to go skip with my buddy Erica over there because I don't want to be alone, but right now my body doesn't even want to skip. It just wants to play dolls. And so we get into this, like, Funny thing, where we don't actually honor ourselves, we start to just give up everything because what loneliness? Because we start to buy this foolishness as if there's some kind of separation that exists on the planet. Separation doesn't exist. So if if you know compromise is actually like giving up you, you're actually separating from you. Again, you're creating a lie. Uh, then you're you know, there's there's so many entangled weird things that get involved with that. So again, I just ask you, please don't compromise you. One of um the things and I don't even know how break time keeps showing up so fast, but luckily I've I'm on step two and I can talk about something else. So um so saying like one of the steps that they talked about was don't give up your friends. So I would say that you can give up any friend you actually like if your friend aren't working for you. Um, you know, if people are not contributing to your life and if they're not contributing to their own life, number one, um, and they have no desire to be joyful, are you choosing them to contribute to you? Cause can they, um, I, you know, and I'm not saying don't be friends with a person who's ho- homeless, like avoid all. No, I'm not saying don't, Those people contribute to their own lives in their own way. It's like if your people around you are truly miserable 24 hours a day and they're not contributing to their own life in any way, are you going to keep them as friends? So when people say don't give up your friends, well, don't give up your friends that don't work for you. I mean, give up your friends that don't work for you. Keep the friends that work for you and acknowledge too that you have choice and they have choice Um, and what, what is part of that is like you know having friendships that will either enhance your life um there isn't no, when a friendship enhances your life, you're not compromising you at all when you know a relationship, whether it's romantic or just becoming romantic or something um is fun, and you don't have to give up you, and there is no compromise so let's just check if you have to give up you in a relationship how much fun is that going to be? If you're always asked to compromise, how much fun is that going to be? If you're encouraged and asked to you, totally, you, fully you, and never compromise, how much more fun and delicious is that? Well, there's something to ponder. I'd like you guys to just play with those questions. Um, We're going to head to break now. And when we come back, we'll talk more about compromise here on
0: The Pleasure Zone. With Body Whisperer, Milica Jelenic, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelenic. Um, For those of you who are listening and you might have uh, heard me mention Shri Shri Spankji, the guru that's a joke guru, um, he's actually got a podcast and Faith is in the chat room. and She's put up a link to that. It's uh, thenewmanpodcast.com slash 2010 slash 07 slash spank niche, if you want to check that out. Um, He does have a spank u, um, and his art, his state of an art spankville campus for enlightenment. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to follow a guru, I guess he'd be the one to follow because he seems pretty darn fun with his falling off mustache. So, Um, When I was talking about that, it was about really how we compromise ourselves in different things like religion, relationships, um, so many ways that we do that. So one of the advices that was given um, in some of the columns that I was reading, and there was a lot of consistency with this. So, you know, don't give up your friends, don't give up your career, don't give up your hobbies, don't give up your... So really what I do say about all of that, like I was saying about the friends, is if it doesn't work for you anymore, yes, let it go. So sometimes we are so hell-bent on having so-called our own backs that we forget that we might have actually changed something and something doesn't work anymore. So truly having your own back is acknowledging, wait a minute, I just changed and this doesn't work for me anymore. Instead of going, no matter what, I'm holding on and I've got my own back and I'm I'm going to push this through no matter what. I'm going to make this baby be born no matter what, even if it doesn't want to be born. Like that can be ideas, that can be actual beings. Like there's so many things where we can actually push so hard because we think we've got to like have our own back and that, you know, we determine never to compromise. It's that's That's different than... That's actually just insanity. So what is more likely going to work for you, I'm just saying, just possibly more likely going to work, is that if you actually start to go, oh, well, that's different. I wonder, uh, you know, I, I wonder what I can do with this. I wonder what else is possible here. I wonder, you know, okay, so these friends don't work for me. Oh, well, that career did work for me, but it doesn't now. So when they say don't compromise your career, well, don't compromise your career as in, you know, spending all your time on, say, uh, Facebook or on texting trying to get your lover to meet you or something, um, compromising your time in that way, compromising as in weakening your chances to keep your job, yeah, I would agree. Don't compromise your job for somebody else. You know, if there, um, for example, I had uh, been in a relationship with somebody who was an avid drinker, alcoholic for years, and there were times where I would compromise my job So that he would have, so I believed that I was going to give him more self-esteem. Really cute, not so bright. So by that, I mean like one of the things I would do was say he was having a a recovery from a bender. Um, I would call into work and go like, because I didn't actually know what was going on at the time. I wasn't willing to be aware. Um, And I would just be like oh, there's something going on with my boyfriend. You know, he's not doing well. I think maybe I have to look after him. Um, And the thing was, um, well, basically he lied to me constantly, which was I, I just chose to buy the lies. That's my choice. And then... I started to get that it was actually like destroying my job and destroying my money inflows. Um, So by that, it's like, yes, please don't destroy what's actually creating your life, whether it's your friends, your career, the things that you enjoy, like your hobbies in favor of somebody else or their point of view of what What works or doesn't work for you. I have a few of those examples in my life and I'm just going to give you a couple so that you can kind of know like where maybe you've been doing that too Uh, because sometimes always knowledge where we're actually compromising ourselves. So another one was that um, when I started out about 20 years ago, 15-20 years ago, reading tarot publicly, the person that I lived with got very uncomfortable and he said, Well, when I first met you, it was just a hobby, and now it's like everybody knows you. You're like all over the place in Toronto, and you're right out there, and blah, blah, blah. Um, I wasn't that famous, but it was nice that he thought I was. And I started to, like, contract myself because I realized how uncomfortable he was. Um, So I started to compromise me to make him more comfortable. Cute, but not so bright. So... Have you ever done that? Have you ever made yourself smaller, smaller, smaller to make the person around you who probably doesn't like themselves so much or doesn't have the greatest, you know, is not acknowledging all their best talents and abilities, so they're walking around feeling kind of poopy about themselves? And have you ever made yourself smaller than them so that they can actually feel better about themselves? Because you know what? The chances are you're a really frickin' kind person and, you know, really freaking kind people would like to see other people happy. And sometimes we're so kind that we become a little bit stupid and we actually give up ourselves and give up our joy so that other people can feel better around us. So how about if we stop that nonsense too? Cause that's just silly shit. So I, I know, I know that a lot of you that I'm talking to out there tonight, um, I know a lot of you do that. I know that I do that. Um, I know that I'm doing it a lot less. I know that, you know, the rare occasion that I might see myself doing that, I'll catch myself in it. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but I am saying, holy God, please, let's have some awareness around this so we don't have so much of it. Because what I do know is that the more that we are joy and, and we resonate that joy, the planet is grateful. And I'm in it for the planet. I'm in it for all of us. I'm in it. I'm not just like going, hey, it's it's going to make my life better. Yeah, it, it will make my life better. It's also going to make your life better and everybody else's life better if we start to just have our own backs and not compromise who we be. And so, you know, having more money and flows, not screwing up our you know, somebody gifts you the opportunity to work for them, and then you like compromise your job by getting drunk all the time, showing up late, or not showing up. Like, that's not cool. Like, please don't, you don't do it. Just, and one of the questions is, can you be in it for the planet and not be compromising? Yeah, you can totally be in it for the planet and not be compromising because being in it for the planet is actually not compromising at all. It's actually that you are like, hey, whatever it takes to be fully me, to be who I truly be, and that that in itself is the contribution to the planet. You saying, um, you know, okay planet, so I'm gonna like start um, doing 10 times more The recycling, even though that'll mean that I have to give up my day job, but the recycling is the answer. So if you've decided anything is the answer, you've already compromised something. You've compromised your question. You've compromised your awareness. So if you've decided all of a sudden that, yeah, okay, yes, 10 times the recycling. So now I have no time to actually go... Um, you know, have money inflows with my business anymore because I'm going to dedicate my whole life to that, but it's not going to pay me anything because I'm going to choose to do it in a way that's definitely not going to get me money. But think about how happy the planet will be with all this recycling. Now, the planet's really happy. Now, just check check on this because I might be wrong, but truth, would the planet be way happier with you contributing who you be, even if that means you're painting with toxic paints, then it would be with you recycling plastic bottles. So something to consider. I know I'm getting a little political today. Certain things have like worked me up and I'm like, come on, people. (laughs) Like there, we have these funny, funny points of view and then we compromise ourselves, um, in so many backwards ways that you know, who the heck are we anymore? Because we don't know. Because all of a sudden we are compromised. We've met something halfway or, you know, sometimes we'll overdo it because we can be overcompensators because we care so freaking much about everybody. We'll overcompensate. So instead of meeting you halfway, I'll, you know, be three inches from you so that all you have to do is like nudge forward. And then, you know, okay, cool. But it's really more like I'll just, I'll just go with your point of view to make it easier so we don't fight. So, you know, if you're really not willing to stand up for you and if you're really not willing to die to have your own back. I know that's extreme, but if you're willing to die to have your own back, then you will actually not give you up. So, if you know, if you're willing to like step all the way over to somebody else's side, you've just killed you because you're no longer there, you're in somebody else's universe, you're living somebody else's point of view, so you're no longer there. Do you get that you actually kill yourself when you do that? Compromise is a killer. So when I was asking, is compromise a silent killer? Uh, I, For me, it is. So got to ask for you, is it a silent killer? Um, is Is it for you where when you are not You know, every time that you're going into that, 99% of that other person's uh, point of view, just so that, you know, they can feel happy that they got their way. You don't want to fight for yourself or, you know, and and also wherever you think that you actually have to fight for your point of view, you can just have it. Have your point of view and you don't even have to fight for it because fighting for it, do you actually have to prove you exist? I don't know. Do you? Some people feel like they do. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. So, even when you are doing it silently, like even if you are silently energetically going, okay, fine, I agree with you. And then you'll know, you'll know energetically when you give up because there's this thing where it will go like wonky in your universe. Now you may feel more tired. You might, everybody will have it in a different way. For me, it's like, my body will tell me and I feel like all twisted up and weird and uh, you know, there's just like weirdness in my world and headaches and like weird stuff shows up when I'm compromising me when I'm fully choosing for me every second of the day. I am like so hyper energized like I am right now like that there is like I feel like I'm unstoppable and I'm I know that I'm like a force in the universe it's not a force to be reckoned with but i am a force in the universe and what contribution can i be to like you to the planet to myself to to everything right i'm not compromising me right now and now i'm not compromising me again so it's just like that please check every every few seconds just go huh right there was that compromising me oh Okay, I was, cool. Can I choose different? Heck yeah, because choice trumps everything. And you can choose different. Go, so if I was truly being me, what would I choose? Who would I be? Where would I be? When would I be? And why would I be if I was truly being me? If I was truly being me, that's when you're not compromising. So ask those questions. Those are some of my favorite. If I was truly being me, who would I be? Where would I be? When would I be? Sometimes I ask, why would I be? But who would I be? When would I be? And where would I be? And you know what? When you really get down to it. If you're not compromising you in that 10 seconds, where would you be? Is right there. Who would you be? Is you. When would you be? Is right now. It's really that simple. It's not, they're not hard. There's not hard information that comes out of this. It's like, and sometimes you'll notice that you're not being you. And when you ask those questions, the energy will shift and you'll be more present. If I was truly being me, who would I be, where would I be, when would I be? And you can even ask, why would you be and what would you be, if you'd like. Um, so please play with that so that you no longer have to compromise you. And one of the things I noticed in this like conversation about this relationship earlier today was that this person was so totally convinced that they were required to compromise or they lose this person they've been with for years. So the question to me is, is like, if somebody requires you to change that much of who you be to them, are you with the person that you'd actually like to be with? If somebody keeps asking you to compromise, well, this thing about you doesn't work for me, so meet me halfway, and every day you've got that being presented to you, holy lifting, there needs to be some shifting, because I don't think that's working. Yes, you can quote me on that. Holy Lifting, there needs to be some shifting. Cause I kind of like that one. That's a new T-shirt. So that's for my friend Christine. We're going to make T-shirts out of that. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody else is. We own it. Um, so there's like this. This it's funny to me when people require compromise um, constantly. It's like either they're not happy with who they're being in those 10 seconds. So they require you to change. Um quite a manipulation and quite a controlling thing to do, I'm not happy. You go change this. You go change you. Change you, change you again. Okay, now I feel happier, but now I don't like you now. Thing is, they don't like themselves. So anybody who's asking you to constantly, constantly, constantly compromise, ask, hmm, I wonder, do they actually like who they be? Oh, interesting. Do I like who I be? Because you might actually really like who you be, and this person doesn't even like who they be and they would like you to change because they're too afraid to. So instead of changing themselves, they're asking you to do it for them. It's so cute and backwards. So I'm asking you to not buy that shit. So whenever we do kind of fall into those traps where we go, Oh yeah, yeah, I, I should probably, you know, just, you know, compromise because, you know, I want to make this person happy. Your job is not to make anybody happy, number one. Um, If you are that, you know, if you're creating that much frustration and angst in your relationship by being who you are in that moment, perhaps that relationship isn't for you. And start asking, if I choose this relationship, and if I choose what they're asking me to choose, what will my life, my body, and the planet, and I ask for the body on that one too, because sometimes your body will get... You know, the more you compromise, the more there's contraction in your life, and the more you'll create disease, disharmony, and pain. So I'm asking you to ask, what will my life, my body, and the planet be like in five years if I choose to do this? So it's it's like a crazy, crazy thing that people will choose to compromise constantly. They'll even choose to compromise what it is enjoyable for them. So, um, for example, my current partner uh, was in a relationship uh, several different times with women who did not enjoy ha- uh, gifting oral sex. And he stuck around and he stuck around because he's like that. He's just kind and he'll stick around um and then he was like oh wow you'll actually give me oral sex and i was like yeah it's not i i love it it's not an issue for me um so for him um he was like thrilled because he didn't have to give up something that he loves to receive he didn't have to like for years sit around going well that's okay if you don't like it um he actually like gets to receive like whatever works so um it's kind of funny because You know, with with all of everything in my past where I compromised, those relationships never worked for me. And now, um, when I'm choosing a relationship that I'm not compromising, every time I notice that I'm compromising, I'll check it. (laughs) Like, did I just change something here? Like, is this a compromise? Or mm, maybe I changed. Maybe this works for me now. So, what is that? Hmm. So... Please, please, please ask um, because we do change and we do change fast. So the question is, am I compromising or have I changed? Could also possibly work for you. Has something about me changed? Is this does this new request actually work for me? It might. Um, and one of the, a few of the other things that they mentioned not to compromise for you um, is, you know, your own time. And to me, that's like don't compromise your space. Know that when you require space to ask for it and receive it. And if another person in the relationship requires space to please honor that because asking them to compromise that for them is kind of like asking them to chop off their big toes. Please don't ask people to give up something about them that really brings them joy. And if it is their space or if it is their friends or if it is their career um Or, you know, I've even heard people request, you know, that you give up different things about your body in relationship. Oh, you know, your boobs are too small. Please make them bigger. Or you're this. Go get a nose job. You know, if you just did that, please don't compromise your body unless it's fun. If it's fun for you to change your body, change it. If it's not fun for you to change your body, please don't do that. That's not kind. That's not kind to you. Not kind to your body. Not kind and you know what, when you're not being kind to your, your body, what's the result? You're not being kind to anybody or anything on the planet, and you're definitely not being the greatest contribution you could be. And I know that every single one of us out there, every single one of you, including me, we could all, every day, just choose to be way kinder to ourselves and our bodies by not compromising anything. Um, so I've got like one minute left, and there is one more thing I'd like to say. Please on the very last point that I'd like to say is please don't compromise your trust in you. No matter what, don't compromise your trust in your knowing whatever, you know, know that you know it and don't compromise what you know. Every time I've ever done that in my life, it has led to a pile of a lot of work and a lot, a lot of like heaviness, contraction, pain in the butt, like, holy God, like thinking about every time that I've actually compromised my own trust and compromised trusting myself in favor of trusting somebody else's knowing. Oh, they know better than I do. I'll give up my knowing. For the love of God, never give up your knowing. And if if having the love of God is a compromise for you, then don't do it for the love of God. Just do it for you. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Oh, okay. Crazy times. So, I know that. And I know that when you actually don't compromise your knowing, your life can expand. Your money inflows can expand. The joy of your body can just absolutely expand. Exuberant. Like, there's so many great things that your body can receive when you are actually trusting your knowing. So... What I'd also like for you guys to do is check out my website. I know, after all that really in-depth conversation, please go check out my website, www.milicaglenic.com. And is my friend Keisha uh, online with me right now? Can she come online for a second? Hi, Keisha. So Keisha and I are rocking the world, and we have a telecall right now. Um, Keish, can you come and talk with us?
2: Hey Charlie, in, in all
1: about uh, twenty seconds, yes. <laughs> yes, for twenty seconds, can you uh plug with me our tele call? Yeah. Awesome. It's called called birthing the mysteries of you and call number two is taking place this thursday u.s time 6 p.m eastern and you can come check us out on the facebook page um
2: under the pleasure zones events so how's that and we have to go <laughs> thank you
1: have a great <laughs> we week
2: adore you. thank you sweetie
0: <laughs> thank you for choosing to listen to the pleasure zone Melitza Yelinich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your